At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Revelations last night in the January 6th thingamajig that was produced by ABC television president. I mean, wow. I couldn't get past all of the facts that they dropped on America. We're going to have to go through them because I think you're going to find what the Democrats and Liz Cheney found shocking. We'll do that in 60 seconds. <laughs> Prepare yourself because it's crazy. <laughs> Relief factor. Summertime is here. That means backyard fun in the sun for many of us. Burgers on the grill, kids and, you know, families swimming around in the pool. Perhaps the uh, odd life-threatening game of lawn darts, which I don't understand. But we have to, uh, uh, we have to get out and enjoy our families. Because family's really all it's all it's really about. If you are dealing with aches and pains and you just you can't participate the way you want to, please try Relief Factor, created by doctors to help your body reduce inflammation, which is the major source of most of our pain. I take Relief Factor every day. I, st- I still take it three times a day: breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Relief Factor. Try the three-week quick start. Developed for you, $19.95. It's a dollar a day like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, 70% of them. Go on to order more month after month. It's relieffactor.com. Call 800, the number 4, relief. 800-4-RELIEF. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. Oh, my, my Gosh, I was shocked, shocked and horrified. Now, I'm going to be real honest with you. I'm probably one of the only uh, conservative talk show hosts today that will actually admit to you I didn't watch the damn thing. Uh, I'm just going to be straight up. I mean, I read all the reports and, you know, I watched the clips, but I I wasn't going to waste my time. (laughs) There was nothing new here. Um, uh, you know, all the way from, you know, all the way from the, you know, uh, the Democrats taking just a couple of minutes before they went into, this is the Klan. 
This is this is exactly how it happened with the Klan. Uh, this is what I mean. This is why we fought a civil war to end this kind of stuff. This is why our our oath. This is a Democrat say our oath says to protect and uh, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Excuse me, I had a hard time. Oh, whew, I had a hard time uh, digesting that coming from a Democrat. Um, but. There was nothing new there. Yesterday, we had um, uh, Dershowitz, uh, Alan Dershowitz on, and he said, what you have to do is try to play the prosecution because there's nobody that disagrees that is even in that room. There's no they're all convinced this is a judge, uh, the lawyers, Everybody, even the the defense attorney, if you will, the side of the defense thinks that Trump is guilty as hell. And it's just the, the Republicans are completely out of control. So what do you get from that? You get an agenda. You get a really boring television show. You get a lot of tweets from Luke Skywalker sitting there in his black jammies. And eating popcorn, looking like he's 700 years old. And I am shocked. A guy that works for Disney now. I am shocked that that guy, a Hollywood elite, is suddenly, suddenly against the Republicans. What? So you didn't learn anything. But what should you have asked? Well, they did prove, and this is going to take you by surprise, and I... I'm the first to admit I was shocked to learn that there was a riot at the Capitol on January 6th. Now, I, I know, I know. <laughs> if you didn't see it, you, you might deny that. But there were some bad things that were happening at the Capitol. And uh, people were doing, they were being more than naughty. Let's put it that way. Now, the question I would have is, where was the intelligence where was the FBI? Where was uh, the NSA? We know they're spying on Americans all the time. We know that they're all reading social media. So where was the warning? Well, let me help you out on that. FBI intelligence warning that January 6 protesters might violently storm the Capitol, target lawmakers and blockade Democrats in tunnels was never sent to frontline police commanders and officers. But it was quietly emailed the night before to a top aide to Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Now, wait a minute. So Chuck Schumer knew the night before, and he knew it from FBI intelligence, and we have the document to prove it. Well, what happened there? We have a failure here to communicate. Capitol Police Deputy uh, Chief Sean Gallagher emailed the top Schumer aide, now the Senate's uh, Deputy Sergeant at Arms, at 9.40 p.m. January 5th, saying he wanted to provide you visibility to new intelligence that an FBI threat analysis center had received from a website owner. The information explicitly warns the demonstrators had detailed maps 
of tunnel systems around the Capitol, frequented by lawmakers and their staffs. And they were plotting to create a perimeter for potential violence and to find Democratic members uh, that were where they could block early from entering the Capitol. One point of entry the rioters were targeting, targeting was the Library of Congress. The owner of the website submitted an online tip to the FBI NTOC, the National Threat Operations Center, stating that uh, he has noticed a significant uptick in new visitors to his website. We've identified numerous open source comments indicating groups with intentions of finding the tunnel entrances and confronting and blocking members of Congress. Wow. So what did he do with that information? Well, nothing. I mean, it was only one source. It was just, you know, the FBI. So he didn't do it. And what was he going to do? It was already 930. Everybody was asleep. You're going to get on the phone and wake people up and say, hey, maybe we should, you know, you know, do something and, you know, maybe plan for a riot. No, he didn't do that. He didn't do that. Now, there's another little pesky problem here. Sure, you have the FBI saying that, but who trusts the FBI? You think Chuck Schumer trusts the FBI? You know what I'm saying? So official Capitol Police timeline now validates Trump's account. It shows Democrats seemingly being a little illogical. The Pentagon raised the possibility of sending National Guard troops to the U.S. Capitol four days before January 6th, setting into motion a series of rejections by Capitol Police and Democrats that left vulnerable uh, that were left vulnerable as threats of violence were rising. A an official timeline of the January 6th tragedy assembled by Capitol Police shows the Defense Department official reached out to the Capitol Police Deputy Chief Sean Gallagher on January 2nd to see if a request for troops was forthcoming. But the author offer was quickly rejected. Hmm. Carol Corbin, DOD Tex, uh, USCP, uh, US the Capitol Police, Sean Gallagher, Protective Service Bureau to determine whether the USCP is considering the request for National Guard soldiers for January 6th. The following morning, the timeline states Gallagher replies to DOD via text that the request for the National Guard support not forthcoming at this time after consultation with uh, the Capitol Police. Huh. Now, this is weird. This is weird. Capitol Police internal emails and documents show information began flowing that in uh, that there were some groups expected to attend that were talking on social media or fringe websites about tactics like blocking tunnels. But that happened way, way back in December. Who would have even remembered that the Capitol Police was warning about this in December? It was a whole year later. I mean, it happened. It happened, you know, in December of 2020. And it was January 6, 2021 when it happened. Can you be expected to remember things that long? 
So on January 3rd, just out, that's 2021, just hours after Gallagher rejected the Pentagon's initial offer, the Capitol Police issued a new and darker security assessment to its commanders and executives and to the two political appointees in Congress responsible for security. Quote, due to the tense political environment following 2020 election, the threat of disruptive actions or violence cannot be ruled out. Supporters of the current president, see January 6, 2021, is the last opportunity to overturn the results of the presidential election. This sense of desperation and disappointment may lead to more of an incentive to become violent. Within 24 hours, they had uh, changed their mind and began seeking permission from the political powers, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is January 3rd. So January 4th, Chuck Schumer gets a briefing where they ask him to deploy the National Guard as a preventive measure. Huh. So what happened, Chucky Wucky? What happened, Nancy Wancy? Well, they send an email out and say the request is denied for the Capitol Police to bring in the National Guard. Uh, They just, you know, they just don't need it. They're fine. So that's good. That's really good. So this goes on over and over and over again. Where were the questions yesterday? Because it seems like... If you have this amount of notice and your oath of office and you take it seriously to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. And I know you, Nancy and Chuck, you love the constant. Wow, I just I don't know what it is. It's coming over me on that. I know you guys love the founding fathers in the Constitution, and you will do everything you can to stand up for what is right, whether that is, you know, firebombing our cities or ignoring security concerns, you know, at the Capitol. I know you just want the best. Now, I'm going to give Nancy Pelosi a break because maybe her husband was hammered. And he was face down in her $25,000 refrigerator, just face down in all of that ice cream. And he's like, I, I, you know what? Shut up, woman. Oh, my gosh. She might have been dealing with that. We don't know. We don't know. Now, Chuck Schumer, I can't give a break to. But Nancy, she's been dealing with some really hard things in her in her own home, uh, you know, a husband who, I mean, let's be honest, he only drinks because he's married to her. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So now what was this really all about? What was this really all about? Well, one thing it was really all about, and uh, that was make sure orange man bad. Make sure Republicans, bad. Mm-hmm, yeah. They didn't really prove that. I mean, you know, they did a one-sided hearing, so that's one side. Too bad that the other side was presented by Liz Cheney. So what was this really all about? Well, I'm going to tell you 
what it was truly all about in 60 seconds. First, let me spend just a moment telling you about the Tuttle Twins books. Yes, I have the pipe in my mouth right now, and I'm sitting in an overstuffed leather chair here in the library. And I want to tell you about some wonderful books that will teach your children everything they need to know. Um, And they'll do it in a non-snotty way, which as a snot myself, I don't think I appreciate. Uh, They're taking these classics and they're trying to make them understandable to children. (laughs) Oh my gosh. They've done it. Yes, they have. In fact, the Tuttle Twins books, everybody in the family are going to enjoy, and they're written for, I mean, the ABCs of, uh, of freedom starts with the toddlers uh, all the way to the uh, all the way to adults. Now, they have a book uh, that we're giving away free right now. It is the Tuttle Twins and their spectacular show business. This, I think, is geared seven to nine, seven to 11, something like that. Something that your kids can read on their own. Uh, pictures on every page yeah so even i can read it um and it teaches your kids all about entrepreneurship what it takes to be a business person why you can you can pursue this if you're smart um uh, how you can how you can be successful and what it takes to be successful it's so important because nobody's teaching capitalism right now. Well, yeah, let's be honest. Nobody's teaching anything. <laughs> exactly right. Oh, because they, they, they want everything spoon-fed through, a, uh, through a, a book that's relatable. Uh, nobody's teaching your, thi- your kids these things. You need to do it. The Tuttle Twins and their spectacular showbiz. You can get it for free right now. Just pay for shipping. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Just pay for the cost of shipping. The Tuttle Twins and their spectacular show business. It's free now at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Oh, no, we've got all the riffraff out. Let's please take 10 seconds to catch our breath. So what was this really all about? Now, I know I'm going to say some things that I think you're going to find confusing. You're going to say, no way, Glenn Beck. That's not what it's about. Boy, he's just stupid. Uh, Let me tell you what it was really all about. Look over there, squirrel. Don't look over in California where they're now paying $8.05 for a gallon of regular gasoline. If you want premium it's 809 you want diesel it's nine dollars and 19 cents okay that's what this is about don't see what that's crazy oh here's another one yeah this summer when you flip on a light plug in your phone or turn on the air conditioning savor it says the washington examiner a recent report warns that two-thirds of the united states will be at high or elevated risk of power outages over the next few months. Wow, really? We might have power outages? Yeah, yeah. And the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission study predicts electricity prices could skyrocket 
as much as 233 percent from last year's super low energy prices. That's fantastic, right? But don't worry. We are moving at such a rate right now. I mean, Biden will tell you that, yes, things are tough. And, you know, we're having to pay a lot for for fuel and energy because, well, we're getting off of all fossil fuels by uh, 2035. And so we've got to move in this direction. Okay. Okay. Good. So we're going to go to wind power, which is oh so very reliable, uh, and solar power. Which hey, Seattle, don't worry about it. You're totally fine. But we have to store all of that into a battery of sorts. The U.S. renewable energy developers have delayed or scrapped several big battery projects meant to store electrical power on the grid. Hmm. Scuttling plans to replace fossil fuels with wind and solar energy. At least a dozen storage projects meant to support the growing renewable energy supplies have been postponed, canceled, or renegotiated as uh, labor and transport bottlenecks, soaring mineral prices, and competition from the electric vehicle industry crimp supply. Oh my gosh, is it that evil? You know, that's what it is. It is that evil Elon Musk and Tesla who is taking and buying up the minerals and buying up all of the resources and buying up all of the batteries for his evil electric car that is causing them now not to be able to buy enough minerals and enough labor to be able to get those gigantic batteries out by the windmill. Oh, that's what... Oh, my gosh. That's what's happening. This sounds like an emergency. We've got to do something, don't you think? Yeah. Well, they are. John Kerry says we need to shut down our coal plants at double the rate that we're currently shutting them down. So don't worry, America. Oh, squirrel, January 6th, there was a riot. Look over there. The Glenn Back Program. All right. My pillow. My pillow is not just my pillow. It's your pillow. It's all of our pillows. It's a collective pillow that we can all lay our heads down at night and take a collective nap. Now, my slippers, <laughs> they're not just my slippers. They're your slippers, too. This slipper is... My slipper, the slipper is your slipper. All of those great communist things kind of break down when it gets to my slippers and my pillow. Mike Lindell has uh, taken a couple of years to develop my slippers. They're made from three-tier cushioning. Uh, they have layers of my pillow foam and a layer of impact gel that ensures your feet are going to be comfortable and avoid fatigue. The slippers are made to be worn all day long, both indoors and outdoors, and they're made from high-quality leather suede. You can save $90 now on a pair of these slippers. They're really great. Check them out. MyPillow.com Click on the Radio Listener Specials button. Use the promo code BECK and receive this incredible limited time offer. They come with a one-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. MyPillow.com promo code BECK or 800-966-3117 BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks.
Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I'm your congenial host, Glenn Beck. It's weird because Stu and I are both wearing T-shirts, and I, I, I'm telling you, I think it tells you everything you need to know about Stu and about me. Really, it does. It mm. does. Uh, Stu, what's your T-shirt say there on the front? Uh, the T-shirt says, Nancy Pelosi sucks. Hmm? Nancy Pelosi sucks. What does my T-shirt say? Uh, love, love thy, thy neighbor. neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, I mean, on the back, it, it, it also says, unless she's Nancy Pelosi, because she sucks. <laughs> but I think that's... All we need to know. Uh, We have the marching band at the airport uh, in uh, Salt Lake City for for your arrival uh, this afternoon. You're going to come to my art show. Uh, I don't know why, but you want to horn in on everything, I guess. Yeah, I was was recently Uh, watching uh, a YouTube video of of, of that Banksy auction where they shredded the paintings. And I was inspired to make a trip. You think about Okay, good. All right. Don't know what that means exactly. Um, uh, Selena Zito is with us. Selena Zito is, I mean, this this is a reporter that actually gets it because she doesn't sit around in the Capitol and in in uh, New York City. She actually goes out and talks to people, regular people. So she has her finger on the pulse better than I think uh, anybody else in the media. Selena, how are you? Good morning, Sunshine. I'm swell. How are you? Uh, you are. I haven't heard anybody use the word swell in quite some time. Um, by the way, Selena, you can find all of her work at selenazito.com. Selena.com is where you can go and find her work. Selena, I was reading an article that you did uh, a couple of days ago, um, the rhetoric versus realism at the pump. Um, and... You just had such a great handle on things. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that, but also along with January 6th and this thing that happened last night, do people care about this? You know, I didn't even know. So, like, part of being a reporter that's in the middle of somewhere, (laughs) um, I didn't even know it was happening. (laughs) Um, uh, Wow. <laughs> until one of my colleagues uh, said, "Hey, are you going to watch the the hearings tomorrow that, tonight?" And I said, "What hearings?" <laughs> and they said the January sixth hearings. I'm like, "Why is it on prime time? That literally makes no sense unless it's going to be a spectacle." And then I'm, I I concluded that it's going to be a spectacle, and I'm like, the "Spectacle, Why? yeah, yeah." So, yeah, seeing that it was produced by a, a guy who has produced <laughs> television for ABC, you know, it kind of kind of a giveaway. So, Selena, what is actually going on in the country as you go across uh, and talk to individuals? What are they actually thinking about everything that's going on right now? Well, what is interesting, and again, people can check out everything I do at SelenaZito.com, but... Uh, because I have three full-time jobs. Um, but so <laughs> what? no matter what your political party is, the same concerns are across the board uh, with regular folks. Uh, and what do I mean by regular folks? 
of the folks that aren't um, involved in politics, either for a profession or because they have an illness and they have to watch it all the time. But, you know, people, I mean, <laughs> there isn't a time that I don't pull up to a gas station, which, by the way, is all the time because I'm always on a back road where you don't hear someone cuss at an inanimate object, meaning the gas pump. Because, yeah. the you know, the average cost now to fill up an average car is about $100. You know, that takes, that takes a I put, huge chunk. I put uh, three gallons of gas in my car yesterday. Three gallons, and it cost me over $18. And That's a, a word that shouldn't follow the word holy <laughs> was uttered at that pump. Uh, but I, I mean, you're, I looked at that and I thought that this is insanity. Insanity. How are people doing it? It is. Well, they aren't. So, it's, so what people are doing to sort of fake pretend that they're not getting gouged is that they'll only put twenty gallon twenty dollars worth in their tank and and like, well, this is it for the week. And if I can't get where I need to go with yep. twenty gallons, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, but it, it, and it's not that they're trying to not face reality. They just they just have to find a way to manage reality. And that's what it what it um what, what it's come down to. But so the other thing I think is really important for people to understand is the impact of the cost of diesel, because diesel is how we get everything that we want in our hands every day, whether it's food, whether it's our order from mm-hmm. Amazon or Rayfair or the the um, the fresh vegetables that we want from a farm or any of the energy that we need to, to heat our house or light our home all come is derived from diesel. So what does that mean? Everything in our lives costs a lot more because diesel, if you think gas is insane in the numbers, so is diesel. But the other things, the thing that people are really deeply concerned about is crime. Crime in, in the, in, in not just in New York, not just in Chicago, not just in uh, Washington, D.C. By the way, if you follow the scanners uh, from any of those cities, it's just it's like a horror movie, but you know, you know, cities across the country, the crime wave is insane, and a lot of that has to do with two years ago starting to sort of place police officers on a lower tier of importance and significance mm-hmm. in our lives, and 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 the direct result is that that. That police are or literally have their hands tied behind their back in the things that they pursue, and criminals know that, and they literally get away with stealing things right from underneath you, knowing that there are no consequences. And the and the uh, final and, thing, and here's a. a- Wait, wait. And here's another point on this. There's a story out today. Michigan County limits in-person response to 911 calls after blowing through their gas budget. So now here we are in the middle. Are we even in the middle of uh, uh, of June? And they've already blown through their gas budget. So now don't call the cops because they can't come. That's astounding. It's like Ghostbusters. The streams have crossed. So not only can't the police departments yeah. afford the gas, they can't send the, the police out to respond. Uh, you know, and the other thing, and I think we really miss 
the significance of this. But, the, you know, when people in the news, in particular in the news organizations that don't cover the, the crisis at the border, they think of it as um, uh, sort of this re- racist reaction to people of different colors or different um, places of origin coming to their country, and that's why they don't want them crossing illegally. That is not uh, we understand most Americans understand that 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 innate drive to want to be American and be free. However, what is also coming across the border is crime and drugs, fentanyl, meth. And where is fentanyl and meth coming from? It's coming from China and it goes to South America and it goes to Mexico. And then it comes not just to um, uh, cities, but it's coming to suburbs. It's not just a white Appalachian problem anymore. The city of Philadelphia, which is majority minority, has the highest rate of overdose deaths due to fentanyl and meth than any other city in the country. That is now just not a white Appalachian problem. That is a problem that is affecting everyone. So let me ask you, when will the or are they already? I saw some of the poll numbers uh, with 18 to 24 year old adults. He's at Biden is at 20 percent Hispanics record lows for uh, Democrats and same with um, blacks. Um, When do the American people know that? This gas price is not because of Vladimir Putin. It is because of ESG and these energy uh, decisions that the financial sector and the Biden administration and the left have made. When are they going to tie together the food shortages and the diesel shortages and the crime? When are they going to say enough is enough of these kinds of crazy policies? Oh, they they already know that. The press just doesn't think they know that. That's the funny thing. It's it reminds me so much of 2010 when I was following um, that midterm election um, and, and the Democrats held power, and and John Boehner, God bless him, he said the most simple thing. He said, turned around and said, when someone said, "What is uh, this? You know, what what are you, what are you Republicans all about?" And he just turned around and just sort of flippantly said, where are the jobs? And, and it is as simple as that. You know, there is a midterm election of historic per, um, proportions that happened, I think it's 1892 or 94. I can't remember. I did do a great, uh, well, I shouldn't say my story is great. I did a great analysis of that midterm election where Democrats lost 130 seats. 130 feet. I'm not, y'all can go check it out at selenazito.com. But the similarities between what was happening in America then and what is happening in America now are extraordinarily similar. So I think that all of these charts, all of these guesses, all of these you know, new, this leans right, this leans left, all of them are not going to capture. Uh, the amount, the, the the breadth of the wave that the Democrats are going to feel in November. They're just not. They don't understand. And part of the problem is, so, is if you... Re- go, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Um, I'm on a delay, so please um, just keep going. If you <laughs> try to interrupt, just keep going. Um, the uh, Well, finish your thought. Finish your thought. 
Well, I think the largest part of the problem is, is that reporters and Democrats and even Republicans don't understand how big this is, because oftentimes they're not having conversations with people in real time in their real lives. And people are not always completely honest with a politician or a reporter, uh, especially one that's from New York or D.C., because they don't want their name in print, because they don't want people coming after them on social media. So so they say nothing or 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 they just shrug. Uh, but if you really know people and understand people, which is w- what I do, not because I'm spectacular, but because I live in the middle of Appalachia, right? People have a sort of sense of trust of someone who shares their values. And and it's going to be mm-hmm. monstrous. Wow. Um, all right, Selena, I, we need to talk again um, probably next week because I, I learned so much from you and I just love your articles. Um, you're just very insightful and you, you use history to, uh, to show the parallels. And I'm going to go back and read that uh, about the election okay. of what was it, 1890? Which one I think was it? Was it? 1894. It was, in the, it was Grover Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland's second term, that midterm election. Was it the uh, was it the silver election, the one that was yeah, about the, the, yeah, the silver, sil- yes silver was part of that. Yeah. It was eighteen ninety four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was eighteen ninety four. Yeah. That's right, because yeah. it was right before the year that William Jennings Bryant ran for president in ninety six. Yep. Uh, okay. Thank you so much, Selena. I appreciate it. Uh, you can find all of her work at selenazito.com, selenazito.com, if you really want to handle on what people are actually thinking that you're not seeing in mainstream media. Uh, read uh, Selena Zito. Back in just a minute. Our sponsor this half hour is Patriot Mobile. Today is the day that you are going to make a very important decision. It is time to switch to Patriot Mobile. You've waited long enough. It is time to start saving money on your mobile phone bill. And it is time to put your money into action, not only to get a great product at a lower price, your cell service, but also to invest in a company that is, they don't hate you. They believe in the same things that you believe. We have the same values with Patriot Mobile, and they are in the fight using their own money. They are a great operation. You're going to save a ton of money. I want you to switch now. It's a parallel economy, gang. We have to build these companies up that are standing with us. PatriotMobile.com slash back. Today is the day you'll call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, or PatriotMobile.com slash back. You'll get free activation with the offer code back. PatriotMobile.com slash back or 972-PATRIOT. The Glenn Beck Program. Tell me, top of the hour. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. It is Friday. I want to share some good news. And it's not every day that you get good news like this, where you can you can hold out and say, look, here's somebody that, I mean, all good things come to good people in the end. Uh, now, this is not being spun in the mainstream media as, as good news, but what would you expect? 
two employees at a Mars food processing plant in Pennsylvania needed to be rescued after they fell into a tank of chocolate yesterday. The pair fell waist deep into the tank at the Candy Giants facility in Elizabethtown at 2 p.m. Now, they say the chocolate-coated victims weren't hurt, but they couldn't get out of the chocolate tank on their own. Why try? Sincerely, why try? Uh, the uh, spokesperson for the Mars Candy Company said, we can confirm both people have been taken off-site for further evaluation. We're extremely grateful for the quick work of the first responders. They came in. Uh, and they found the two standing in the big pool of chocolate. Uh, and they are okay today. Little upset tummy, you know. Uh, but uh, it's good to see good things happening to good people. I'd like to have that opportunity. Would your day be a little bit better if you were like, you got home, how was your day, honey? <sighs> I fell into a giant vat of chocolate. Uh, it was up to my waist. I couldn't get out for like an hour. And, uh, whew. I couldn't eat a bite. I couldn't eat a bite, honey, so skip dinner. That's a good day, America. God bless this country. This is the Glenn Beck Program.